After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Deuce and more, deuce and more, deuce and more, they tell you what they know, deuce and more, deuce and more, deuce and more, the podcast that you know. Hey, welcome in to the Deuce and Mo podcast on the road for the final time. We are recording this late on a Wednesday night after the Kings handled business on the home floor. They beat the Los Angeles Lakers tonight at G1C 134 to 120. After 30 games, they are 17 and 13. I'm Deuce Mason. That's Morgan Reagan. We are in a hotel room at Mandalay Bay in Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, we have been here since Sunday, and uh, I did something today I've not done since Sunday. I have not done what you're about to say. I went outside. And I, I haven't felt the sun. Felt air since Sunday. Yeah, it's it's tough. And uh, so anyway, we are here doing broadcast work for the NBA at the NBA G League Winter Showcase. Have met so many awesome people from media to execs and coaches it's been um, an amazing opportunity super glad to have done it it's been non-stop busy and it's wild my brain is losing function at this hour yeah and it's it's just such a fun experience and i know that uh shams now knows you as a media superstar in sacramento so yeah, you're not supposed to be bringing up uh off-air conversations that's all, the I, pod. That's all i said well, I mean, Shams probably already knew I'm a media superstar. <laughs> uh, anyway, so let's talk about it. The Kings bounce back after their worst loss of the season, really. Most disappointing. Losing at home to the Hornets. Not good. So they take on a Lakers team. No Westbrook in this game. No Anthony Davis. LeBron was probable. He ends up playing in this game. Headed into the night, we thought, oh, are Sabonis and Barnes going to play? They were both questionable. They end up playing and the Kings handle business on the home floor. The third quarter was magical for Sacramento. Now, I do want to be completely transparent Good. because I think that's very important. Morgan Reagan saw the entire game. I did not. I was broadcasting uh, two games in a row <laughs> for Mandalay Bay, so I got back 
watched the house of highlights for 15 minutes. I'm like, all right, I saw enough. I'm going to lean on Morgan heavily for this one. So if you're looking for the basketball mind to drop wisdom left and right, like a typical podcast, here it I may am. not be the same, here but I, I am. did see enough. So we've got Morgan with us and we will talk all about what we saw in this Kings win tonight. And Morgan, it's another game where I don't know. Do you think the lead story is Sabonis again, who continues to amaze with his performance? I saw Bleacher Report put out stats, give him some love, which yeah. is cute. It was great. They say all star question mark. There should not be a question. He's playing the best basketball of his career. He's playing at an all NBA level. This guy's a freak. Another 20 rebound game tonight. He had 10 in the first quarter. Yeah. So that just going to what you just said about that tweet in all star question mark, I think it is a fact now. Right. And I'm saying that too, because Anthony Davis is out indefinitely. That's just another big in the Western Conference. And you're looking at what Domas Sabonis is doing for this King squad, making them a better team. You know how people look at that with all-star voting. It is very important. It's like, well, they're playing like an all-star, but is their team actually winning games? Team is winning games. Domas Sabonis is a beast. Holy shit. He's an all-star. This is fun. You look at a game like tonight, though, Deuce, you talk about what he did with his rebounding, his playmaking ability. They didn't even need his top-notch scoring tonight, and I think that was one of the funnest things uh, watching what he did with this triple-double. Yeah, another triple-double for him, and it was impressive. 13 points, 21 rebounds, and 12 assists. His last four games, that tonight, we mentioned 13, 21, and 12, mm-hmm. 28, 23, and 7, 23, 13, and 7, 21, 20, and 7. It is outrageous, and it's funny being in Vegas, talking to executives around the league, people around the league. They're like, yeah, this guy's really good. Someone was mentioning to me today, he's like, yeah, the Kings got a lot of crap from that trade. Yeah. And and some of the fans seemed really upset, and I'm like, yeah, they were really upset. And some of the discourse after that trade was outrageous because it's nothing against Tyrese. We're not going this direction with the podcast, by the way. My whole point is Sabonis has been a really good player in this league. The only difference now is they put him in a position to succeed at a better level because he's playing the five. He's been an absolute monster this year on both ends. Yeah, he hasn't had to really share his space there in the middle. And I say in the middle, but really it's from everywhere on the floor on the offensive end. You look at the way that he's stretching the floor, making some threes, but then also being at the high post, being able to command guys to backdoor and move without the basketball. There's enough space for everyone because there's threats on the outside. There's him they have to worry about. It's fantastic what he brings on that end but then let's go to the other end again because i don't think he gets i think now he's getting more and more love there he but i think from the, us because i feel like we do like we you know we slobbered on mike brown for yeah, every podcast yeah. now we're doing slobber over sabonis well well can i i just think it was so unfair when the narrative was truly like hey defensively he really is you know you're gonna get frustrated it wasn't he was a liability but you're gonna get frustrated with what he does and doesn't in certain matchups i think he's playing some of his best basketball on the defensive end but that's also because slobber on mike brown time it's because mike brown has put him in a position in a system that works best for his style of play especially on the defensive end and what I saw tonight from what I was able to catch Morgan was I thought Sacramento did such a better job running their stuff and it was a much more it's much more deliberate 
of them. They're they're getting into the paint. They're getting yeah. their paint touches. Now, I think like with caution here, the Lakers are a bad team. And I know it's hard to look at a LeBron team, but they're a bad team. But especially without Anthony Davis again, who's out for maybe two to three months. Who knows? No Westbrook. Like their defense is not good anyway. The Kings took advantage of that. I thought they were helping so much on Sabonis, and Sabonis was just making great decisions. They kept collapsing on the paint, trying to keep the Kings out of the paint, and I thought the Kings made great decisions, doing what Mike Brown always talks about. Get those paint touches, quick decisions, spray it out to three-point shooters, and guys knocked down shots tonight because they were getting great looks. How beautiful were some of those highlights that you did see on the yeah. offensive end, and it was everything from Terrence Davis getting a block on one end on LeBron James and then just racing down on the other end and being part of the offense. He wasn't even the one that uh, ended up with a transition three in the specific sequence that I'm talking about, but it was he wa he made an impact on both ends of the floor within that sequence because guys were getting into the paint and making sure to find the open man uh, beyond the arc, but also guys were hitting their shots tonight. Kevin Herter was another one of those guys that had a few nice-looking uh, deep shots. With Sabonis, do you want the holy shit? Is this a real stat, and is it kind of cool stat of the night? Okay. Uh, oh, oh, well, it, you asked me. I thought you were going to give me choices. So, yes, I want the holy shit. Is this kind of a cool stat of the night? Yes. The Kings' Demonis Sabonis is the first player with 75 rebounds and 30 assists over a four-game span since Wes Unsell did it in 1970. The only other players to accomplish this feat, Elgin Baylor, Wilt Chamberlain, Bill Russell, and Maurice Stokes. It, no matter how you feel about that stat, it tells you so much about who he is as a big. Are we counting it? The holy shit? Is this a real awesome stat? The counting it. It's counting. on the list. No, it's a great stat. Holy shit. Holy it's shit. It's a great stat. I agree. And yeah, so he's just playing tremendous basketball right now. Uh, the other guy that... Had a great night, you know, six of twelve from three was Keegan Murray. He had twenty-three points. Uh, what he ends up seven of seventeen overall, which you know, below fifty percent. But six of twelve from downtown. What do you see from Keegan? Just aggression, being intense, showing confidence. I think his family was there. I think the broadcast showed that. Yeah, he his had dad a, was in town. His yeah. dad was in town. Sister. They showed other family members as well. And, um, you know, we heard during some of his tough times how much of a family guy he is, right? And maybe he was just feeling all the good vibes with all of his people in town watching him for him so I'm just really happy that he had the type of night that he had but it's not only what he had on the offensive end on the defensive end obviously taking charges being that guy that stayed vertical being aggressive oh yeah he won the award tonight defensive player of the game for Keegan Murray that's cool that's really cool for a rookie to win that. It's really cool, but you know what's actually hilarious? What? So after the game, Mike Brown was asked about who, you know, who won defensive player of the game. He started talking about Keegan Murray winning it and said that Keegan Murray broke the chain in one way or another. We don't have details on how the chain was broken. And he said that wasn't even the worst part. What was worse was the way that he accepted the chain. He did it with absolute zero swag mike brown started standing up and showing how he did and he just stood there and they're like like own it own it and so then he was like i saw some of the pictures he looked like he was trying to pose and look yes. cool they're like, hey it's okay you could smile it's cute it's cute will z had a great stat uh from a couple hours ago 
Speaking of charges, the yeah. Kings have taken 10 charges in the last five games. Um, the Thunder lead the league with 1.09, just over one per game. The Kings are nearly doubling the league lead of charges taken over a five-game stretch, which is a big deal. You know, this is what we talk about so often, and I think it's where Sabonis, what he does defensively, gets overlooked, especially this year. Is like he's not gonna, he's not blocking three shots a game. He's not blocking two. And you can you can talk to me about Rudy Gobert. Who's better, Rudy Gobert or Sabonis? And let's be honest about it, okay? Rudy Gobert is one defensive player of the years, and it's like, I'll give him that. Yeah. Sabonis is a better all-around all player. He does some great things out there, okay? We can get caught up in the block so often is my point. Miles Turner blocks a lot of shots. Mm -hmm. But here's what you can do as a team, especially if you don't have a whole bunch of lockdown defenders. It's team basketball. It's being vertical, and it's putting your body on the line and taking a charge. You get the ball. Taking a charge is so – it's the most effective thing you could do on defense at times because you block a shot, there's no guarantee you get that possession. Yeah. It may go back, and it could lead to a three. It could go out of bounds. It it's, still remains their ball. Taking a charge is effective, and the Kings doing it at that rate is awesome. It's so funny because on the ESPN broadcast that I was on today, the two guys calling the game, they were talking about how – uh, some of these guys sacrifice their body and what they do to take a charge. And um, they were at, they were talking to each other like, would you ever take a charge when you were playing? Oh, hell no. Like, I wasn't a charge guy. And just mostly because it's like he was just admitting it. Like, it's the ultimate sacrifice. It that's hurts. That's what it, it is. It doesn't feel good. Absolutely. And that's what you love to see when your team is willing to do that for one another. It just shows you how close they actually are. And not only that, though, it's great that that it shows the chemistry and guys trusting each other and wanting to sacrifice their bodies for one another. But the energy in the spark that it brings, especially at right? home, you do that yes. shit at home, the crowds yes. into it, they're fired up. How that, mm. how the atmosphere sound tonight? Oh my God. I don't know about you guys, but the last few minutes too, when the, everyone was doing the light, the beam, light, the beam. I was like, this is, beautiful absolutely beautiful it seemed like a pretty good crowd i would like to know from other people though too if like there were a lot of lakers fans as well That's either way good question i can't wait to be back in the building friday i know we fly in from vegas friday morning at like 7 a.m kings play the wizards at 7 p.m i just i'm so excited to feel the energy I miss it's a it. friday night i miss the it wizards are in town i know Kuzma's going to be trying to like find a way to get to Sacramento. Somehow. I don't even work that night, and I'm going to the game Hell because yeah. I just I want to feel it again. Yeah. Um. Other things that jumped out to you tonight, Morgan. De'Aaron Fox had 22 points, and he got ejected from this game around the four-minute mark. He was upset. Uh, what do you think of that? Okay, so I started. I tried doing what you do, what you do, and that's like write down some of the times, some of the scores, and so the score Learn was the best. I, I know, it. I know. It was one twenty six, one ten, and Fox got hammered. Um, when he, well, he got hammered. He got hit on the arm. Right, we all saw it was an obvious foul, and you saw LeBron James trying to come up from behind and block it. It was just like another foul on his head. So obvious foul, no call. They go back the other way. Kevin Herter takes the transition transition take foul, but is Looking at the official, though, he purposely did it, like, out of frustration, was like, that was a foul. That was a foul. So but then, that's a transition take in today's league. That sucks. That's it, a big swing. It totally sucks. So then you had the transition take, and then you had De'Aaron obviously complaining about the call. He gets ejected. So now you go, okay, the Lakers are going to get 
four free throws, right? Four free throws and the ball. Schroeder misses one, so they make three, and then they have the next possession. Kings come back, respond strong. They did not let that big possible swing play get them down. Yeah, I mean, I, I actually like the fact that Herder did that. You know, the, it, there's a clear frustration right now. Yeah. Fox believes he deserves more calls. Tonight, he got to the free throw line, shot nine free throws. He was eight of nine. The Kings, again, I don't like this number. It's better than last game, but, again, you missed seven free throws, 21 of 28. And this is, as you get later in the season, and now, you know, we're 30 games in, Morgan. Yeah. Shit's getting real. You're 17 and 13. This isn't like, oh, this is a cute start anymore. Now, like, we're all paying attention to the standings like crazy. You're talking about tiebreakers. You're playing close games. When you are in these close games, you can't be missing free throws like this. Seven free throws is too many. No, and you're trying to obviously prove that you're a good team. And when you are a good team in this league, those little things matter. And one more note I do want to say, though, after that sequence happened and De'Aaron got ejected, because I do think this is important, Domas Sabonis brought the group together. You see this huddle on the floor, and he keeps doing that in such meaningful moments in these games when they need that leadership more than ever. I loved seeing that from him tonight as well. So De'Aaron Fox tweeted after the game about that moment where he got, he thought he got fouled, got tossed. He said, officials get really upset when you tell them not to ref the score. Wow. Hey, he left it. I took a screenshot because I was like, is he going to delete it? Nope. He didn't delete it. I know. I know. Yeah, I mean, it's frustrating. They got to fight through it, but also, like, make free throws, please, Kings. Like, you, you got to be better than that. Fox was 8 of 9. Also, uh, other guys we should talk about, Morgan, we were mentioning him the other night. He's been kind of in this funk. He still finds ways to help out, even when the shot's not falling, in my opinion. But it was really good to see Kevin Herter hit some shots. And you wonder if a game like tonight, where he scores 26, he's 9 of 14, he made 3 of 7 from 3, is this the game that kind of gets him, oh, he sees it go in now and he's going to get into a rhythm? Well, I don't know about you guys at home, but I definitely felt that way with the way that he was shooting coming off of some of the screens and just finding his shot deep from three. It looked pretty. It looked confident. And even he hit a big one after that big swing play moments with all those free throws for the Lakers. And in that moment when he hit that, it was like, his dagger, his way of saying, no, this one's over. I found my stroke. We're good. So I loved seeing that from him. He obviously did a lot of other things, kind of like you were saying. Um, but five wow. rebounds. He had that one rebound inside that he was jumped. tough. That second chance was like, go get that. I love it. He reached. He reached. Yeah. And then there's another one where he missed it. And then HB had cleaned it up and put it back up. There's all those little things from guys. Malik Monk, only with two points tonight, but it was the way that he was playmaking. Hey, six just, dimes, man. If you're going to have an impact, and he's kind of been this weird yep. funk at times. It's just crazy, too, when you look at the game, and they had four guys score 20 or more, you know, and that's... Not, and, that, and Sabonis isn't one right. of those guys. So you get 26 from Herter, 22 from Fox, Murray with 23, and HB just quietly giving you 20 and 8 on 8 of 15. And sorry, just to stop you right there, it wasn't no, quiet. No, but my point is HB has had a lot of these games this year, and I don't think he gets enough love. He doesn't. I, I, I'm in our Discord, and I know it's a, this is a small portion sure. of the fans i'm not saying it represents everyone but like people have been trying to trade harrison barnes for a long time 
I don't think it makes sense to trade Harrison Barnes. I don't. I think making a move maybe on the fringes is probably the play. Is there a big move to be made with this roster? I don't know. I mean, you never know with Monty McNair and his front office. They're, they explore stuff left and right. And look, we're in Vegas right now. All the GMs and execs are here. I'm sure yeah. they're all talking about things. But yeah, we haven't heard any big rumors this week Mm-mm. involving really anyone. It's kind of quiet right now. But I guess my point is, Barnes provides a ton for this team, and they see him with a game of he, 20 and 8. It's great. He was great. on another level tonight, too, with the way that he brought some different type of physicality, setting a tone on both ends of the floor. Again, attacking the basket, getting into the paint, flying up for rebounds. What he added in his energy, it looked like he was 25 again. Mm. It was just, it was really, really impressive. It was questionable going into the game. Yeah. After getting hit in the thigh. Felt good, looked good. It's, and it's not just like the 28. Of course, you don't, you're don't. you not going to get that every night from Harrison, okay? It's just he, he he can get you a bucket when you need it. He's smart. He's not a selfish player either. You know? Never. He's not commanding the ball, Mm-mm. but when you need him, he's there. And no. that's, to me, such a big asset to have. And just a vet who knows how to play, good smart locker player. room guy. Um I just think he's a vital part to their success, and it's probably one of the more underrated aspects of the season after he got off to a really slow start. Yeah, I'm totally with you on that, and I think there was times when it was really frustrating when he couldn't buy a free throw in the beginning of this season, but it was even the way that he talked to the media was like, they're just not falling in. Like, what, what the hell shit do you guys want me to say? And what I loved is that he wasn't, bullshitting anyone he was being serious like they're going to fall things are going to improve let me just find my rhythm and that's exactly what he's done um since that point of this season we need to talk about the backup five for a second that's what i wanted to go to more we spent a good portion of the last night check going man maybe you give Rashawn another chance and i still think that could be on the table if things don't go well yeah but we got to give some love to kata because I think him knowing that he was going to play tonight and be like, you know, the Sixers game, they threw him in there, you know, right away. Go deal with Embiid. He picks up three quick fouls. Looked like a little rushed last game, but, you know, it takes time. He's been in Sacramento now. He's been with the team. He looked more comfortable tonight. They got him on a couple of lobs. Shout out Namias Keita, giving you 10 points, five of five. I liked what I saw. It was in my the highlights I saw. It was quick, and so what I watched with him out there, it was obviously quick. What he did scoring wise, that was closer. Yeah. That was more in the beginning of the game, but still made an impact with his presence. I thought the matchup was perfect, especially with someone like Wenyan Gabriel in there, right? Because that's someone who also has had so much time in the G League. So if you're going to put Nimi Keita in an NBA game, have meaningful NBA minutes, you might as well make it a matchup like that. And Mike Brown and the staff doing a fantastic job, probably understanding that. Uh, Kata just stepping up. And then on top of that, got the post-game interview with Kyle and Matt up at the desk, at the NBC desk. And it was just super sweet. Matt was just more talking like, like, okay, you know. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. 
You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're you probably deserve more time if you keep playing like that and showing up. And Mimi's just so humble and is like, oh, you know, like if I get it, I get it. And Matt's like, no, you need to say, basically saying you need to stop being humble and say it. Like, hey, that was one thing Bobby Jackson talks about with him. And Bobby said this publicly, so I don't mind sharing it. Bobby, of course, coaches the Stockton team. He loves me as Kata. Just wants him to be meaner. He's, a, he's like a gentle giant a little bit. He's yeah. such a he is a nice guy. He's got to get a little nasty every once in a yeah. while, you know. And um, he has it in him. He's got the touch. He's got the size. He's got the things that you like. He can pass the it a little bit. Footwork for a big at yeah. times. It just shot at times. Even when he gets flashes. beat, sometimes he's able to recover. Yep. Um, the, you know the biggest thing with him, and I see he had three fouls in eleven minutes, and you know that's that's the, uh, you know the challenge for him is to defend without fouling. You know, understand that. You are seven foot. You yeah. don't have to buy it on a pump fake, right? Like use, you have long arms. Use them. You don't have to jump for it. IQ and control, yeah. right? Like and it, he'll get it. Just reps. And that's what I I feel like too because I think at times I always go like, oh, he's still like still raw with this, still raw with this, and then I go, okay, we've seen him take leaps in his game. Yeah. We've seen him develop over the years. Why isn't this part of his game developing? Maybe he just needs to be around the right people, um, telling him how to do things a certain way not just you need to do this but how he needs to do it so i'm hoping that he can get better in those categories yeah he ends up playing 11 minutes i would love to him to get to a point where he can give you 15 16 minutes oh, yeah. a night and get comfortable be productive alter some shots stay on the floor and make sure there's not this crazy ass drop off when sabonis comes off the floor you know the other thing Kata's development was hurt big time last year and it's not an isolated thing around the league um, but because, you know, even calling some of these G League games, the ton of G League guys got called up last year. Yeah. They're getting called up because of COVID, like, or just call ups in general, like from two way guys to guys who were getting signed to deals because everyone was in health and safety protocols. Yeah. You know, with, with the Kings, he was called up a lot because, oh, this guy's not feeling well. This guy's sick. Got to have him around. And then he wouldn't play. He was using, losing valuable time, and then he'd go back to Stockton after not playing in a game for two and a half weeks, and it's like, you got to get back in game shape. It would take him a while to get back in rhythm, and then he gets back in rhythm. He gets called up because someone's sick. My whole point is, last year kind of hurt him, and this year, he's finally getting a chance to play significant minutes in Stockton and more and more games in a row, yeah. and then he comes back to Sacramento, and he's getting some action, just getting those touches 
one other point I want to make to that, like I was talking to the Sioux Falls Sky Force general manager today. He's been with the Miami Heat organization for 16 years, and they've had so many successes in the G League. The Sky Force about to set a, a, a record in the G League with 100 call-ups. Huh. It's insane, right? That is insane. And you, you think about it over the years, how Drew Smith, who played for them tonight, was started for Miami at one point this year. Wow. And his point was, we're so in lockstep with Miami. We do everything the same. Mm-hmm. And when Spolstra, when we give a guy to Spolstra and they, they call somebody up, he's not afraid to play him. Yeah. He'll throw them in and play not in the last two minutes of a game, but meaningful minutes in a game. And that's why I think teams, again, I know there's teams that look at certain organizations around the NBA and go, we want to have that type of culture. We want to have um, what they're doing. But you have to be willing to do it. You have to have also the basketball minds behind it to do it i think what miami does such a great job of they see the guys that have the motor that want to work for it that are willing to sacrifice so much give up so much to do anything that they need to do to get there and i'm saying even on sioux falls you're seeing guys that like go okay this is what we have to do. It aligns with everything the Miami Heat does, and we're going to do it. I'm just laughing that I don't think anyone would have predicted a Sioux Falls Sky Force <laughs> mention in a, after we're talking about the Kings win. Um, Morgan, people in the chat are very confused. Confused. Shout out to people watching us live. Hit the thumbs up. Let's get that to 200. Make sure you're subscribed. People are wondering, did the Kings really win? Because they didn't hear it, Morgan. Oh. Arm the laser. I'm in the laser. Begin laser Fire the laser! I honestly, can I be honest with you? You didn't think I was going to do it. I'm proud of you. Thank you. I'm proud of you. Yeah. I thought you were going to fire the laser. And I was going to say, we're in Las Vegas. You can no. make some noise. Like, it's cool. Because like, I knew you were going to bitch at me if I didn't do it. You committed. And like, you committed. Yeah. We, we, that was like taking no, a charge. Just, just know I needed that. I sacrificed um, someone sleep. kicking me someone out of this sleep. room. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, to the people sleeping next door. Shout out to our guy, Kenneth. Give him a hell yeah. He donated 50 YouTube subs. Appreciate that. Um, And also, appreciate everyone being here. I want to get to some of the comments uh, out there talking about it. Like, Force Goes Fabio says, I'm only a Kings fan because I found Deuce and Mo three years ago. I suffered through the Walton dynasty. Well, let's not call it a dynasty. Come on. <laughs> like, let's be real. I was talking to someone today uh, in an NBA front office who was, like, asking about, like, yeah, so you guys just, like, I feel like you have, like, a really, like, cult, you have a cult following. No, it's not a cult. It's a community. Well, it's, We don't uh, lead. I, the, I, I, I feel uh, like everyone leads with this pack. You know, like, yeah. I don't feel like, unless you, unless you're Mr. Like cult leader over here, because well, I don't feel that way. As you know, you can go to DoSumo.com <laughs> and buy a Disciple <laughs> t-shirt. So there's kind of cult. No, like a cult, you know, like cult movie. You know, it's just like a cult like following you know it's i wasn't saying we're, we literally have a cult like <laughs> all right guys we meet near the beam tomorrow <laughs> oh my night God, that would be amazing we lied okay never mind i want to go in the this purple direction Kool-Aid. now yes um, what was my point about but, what they said about the cult following yeah and just like i'm like yeah you know, it it was not easy going on after nine game losing skits, mm. and they uh, the person was even talking about how like because they're not from Sacramento, yeah, and they're like it's just crazy, like you know, like GMs and people say like oh this fan base is the best fan base, 
that like Sacramento fans are really different. It's the one hundred compared it to like a soccer environment, mm. like a, a soccer team, and it's like, yeah, it's honestly you're dead on as someone that's born and raised in Sacramento. Like it is completely different. Like it's not a cliche. Like hey, these fans are different, dude. This fan base is thirsty. All they want is wins, and right now you're seeing just so much energy yeah. and buzz in the city. I have not felt this in Sacramento and so even like when that 2018-19 season yeah. happened where they got off to a nice start and people were excited because they had a young core. It wasn't that. And maybe it's because there wasn't a beam, right? Maybe it's because there's a young team and people are like, well, we'll see. I think fans right now feel that this is real, meaning that this team has a chance to do something really fun this but year and there's a but, they're a fun team to watch. There's, it seems like thing. it's all coming together. But there's, but the thing is, too, though, you have these fans, just like we said, part of this community, even when this team was bad. Now, there's more and more people that come out and are like, hey, I'm going to put my time and effort and love into this team if they're doing the same back for me sure right and oh, i yeah. think that's why there's more people with any but my sports is, team when the, there's it, wins but i'm that's my whole point is that i think no matter what even when the kings aren't winning like there's a community here that it's like nothing else in this league but the 1819 season was really fun at first they were exciting like yeah but I there wasn't believe. this buzz there wasn't this buzz mm -mm. The other thing we've talked to people too, as we keep trying to give you some insights from being in Las Vegas, we can give you guys some stuff that we, we've heard or whatever in between doing games. A lot of people talking about like all-star possibilities for Kings. We had one person say, if if they're like top five, they might be able to get two. They said thinking. top five in the Western Conference, they've got two all-stars on that squad. And it was like, whoa. I, I could probably say the name. Was that Bobby Marks who told us that? Or was that someone else? I think it was someone else. Uh, Bobby Marks said something similar. We ran into Bobby Marks already for our buddy from ESPN. Dude. Too, who came up to us at breakfast. Uh, by the way, came up to us. I love that man so much. And I just love that we have built a relationship with him. And we I say that to him. because I think it's so cool. It I, is, I'm joking. It's the it was, coolest like, oh, nice. thing. It's Bobby effing Marks. And he, we talked to him once a year, every year, the day after the draft, like we just yeah. have this bit with him and he's always down to come on. And it, every year it just gets better and better. But now when we see him at these events, it's like, oh, we built, are we friends? Are we friends? I love him. He's such a sweetheart. So 30 games in, Morgan. Okay. Have your expectations changed at all? Like, and maybe not expectations, maybe... Okay, let's rewind. I, before the season, you were more in the camp of, you believe that things are going to head in the right direction with Mike Brown, but because of the West, you weren't sure that they could be a team that could make the playoffs. You said maybe a play-in, but you also wouldn't be surprised they won 36 games. That's not me dumping on you now. No, I'm, I'm ready to have this said. conversation. And this is not like, by the way, when we make these predictions, it's not like you come on and be like, they're going to win 36. We're not hot take. No. 36 games, and that's it. And I know what I'm talking about. Like I, So now we're 30 games in. Are you more at the point where you're like, I kind of believe that they have the potential 
to to maybe be a playoff Deuce, team. I wanted to be wrong in the beginning of this season. Why? Okay, yeah, I got you. There you go. Words in your brain. I wanted to be wrong in the beginning of this season, and I truly, truly feel like I could be wrong, and that makes me so happy. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a, it's you guys. The way that I feel, not only after this win against the Lakers, but more so because what we're seeing happen in the Western Conference. And I was feeling like there's going to be a lot of moves happening for the Lakers, for all these squads, and they're just going to get better in the Western Conference. So why should I believe that the Kings are going to get better as well? I was just thinking they're going to stay the same. Other teams are going to make moves to get better. What it sounds like from people around the league is that like there might not be all that action happening in the Western Conference. And if that's the case, oh, then sure as hell I am wrong about where the Kings could land in the Western Conference. I, it's weird. Just we've reached a point in the Kings season now where we, you're upset they lose to the Hornets. And even tonight, there's obviously an excitement every time you win, like mm -hmm. just in Sacramento right now because it's fun. But I think Kings fans are going into games now expecting to win more often. Like tonight, if they would have lost this game, I would have been extremely disappointed to lose your first two home games, to lose to a team without, you know, Anthony Davis and Westbrook. And quite frankly, even if those guys played, I'd be a little disappointed because this Lakers team's not good. And so tonight, we highlight all the good stuff that they were able to do yeah. and execute things. They did what they're supposed to do tonight. Yeah. And that's how you're supposed to play at home. Yeah. No, you're you're right about that. And I, I think whenever I do have the image of Anthony Davis being on that floor with them, what if he was, that matchup is difficult for them, but it's difficult for so many others in this league, especially when he was playing the way that he's been playing. But if you are a good team, it doesn't matter if they have a number one guy and one of the best players in the world and LeBron James, like you're finding a way to win as a good team in this league. You know, I feel like this team, I, and when I say that, I, I feel it, I mean it, and I truly believe as a entire basketball team, this King squad is a good team and can beat other good teams. Who would have thought that 30 games in, we could say the Kings are two games out of the number one seed in the Western Conference. Wait, what? <laughs> you didn't realize that? No. That's how bunch up the West right now. So right now, the West, <laughs> as of tonight, you've got the Nuggets at 19 and 11, tied with the Grizzlies, who are number two. Pelicans, they were number one for a second. They're in the three spot at 18 and 12. The Suns, after losing to the Wizards last night, they're 19 and 13 in the four spot. The Clippers are 19 and 14 a half game of sacramento at 17 and 13 kings are in the sixth spot but two games out of first you got portland right behind sacramento you have utah at 18 and 16 dallas at 16 and 16 and minnesota hanging at the 10th spot at 16 and 16 and how about the warriors absolutely falling apart they allowed 91 points or something like that in the first half tonight against brooklyn they're a mess without steph i know are they gonna go in tank mode for victor Wembenyama? they're now 15 and 18 so the separation is starting to happen morgan reagan yeah it, it's starting to happen we're getting to that part of the season i think when you do like golden state warriors 
there was times last year in the beginning of the season where it was like, oh, I don't believe. And then they obviously did what they did last year. This season, it looks different. And I'm going to say it is different because of all the things we've already mentioned, podcast after podcast with just, you know, the depth and um, not not keeping some guys that were really important to their core and what they were all about. In the chat, uh, Manjot, I'm sorry if I'm butchering your name. I'm tired. Uh, If you look at the West, there's no clear-cut favorite to make the finals. Who knows? Maybe we can go on a run. There's no team in the West I can definitely say will 100% beat the Kings in a series. Well, I, I'm not going to go that far quite yet. I mean, Don't. I mean, I'm de- well, one about the serious thing, let alone a, a championship. Uh, I, I'm I'm trying to just get the sixth spot at this point. That's what I want. I oh. want to get green, just get in, so you don't have to worry about a plan. That's what I want. I'm but still playing. Just get gets the plan. Like, yeah. I just I think getting a playoff series, just getting a playoff series, would be fun to get a couple of home games in Sacramento, get that place rocking. A you long th- way to go. You think? Okay. You think? Yeah, like the what? What a Morgan, what a breaking just, news okay, right here. As we wind down here, Morgan, uh-huh. we're gonna be back live in the studio uh, Friday night, following Kings Wizards. I just want to say thank you to everyone who's dealing with our weird schedule. Um, We've been coming on late, but we were like, we have to do podcasts. What, are we going to go away for a week? Like, Oh, no. no. So we brought all the equipment to Vegas, and these days have been insane. Just a little perspective. Being waking up at 6 in the morning, going downstairs, getting coffee, coming back up, and then you go in prep mode because you have to build these game charts. And these game charts, for those who don't know, like you have every player on the roster – where they went to school, height, weight, like basic but facts, those, stats. But the basic facts aren't even like, like Deuce sometimes has barely has like uh, a chart from an old game that might have some of the same players or whatever. It's what he does is the updating of all the new stats for every single player, yeah, I feel then, like is what is the most time consuming too. This week, there's a lot of teams I didn't have charts built for. Because I'm gonna call their games. Yeah. Some of them you do. So I've had to I, like tomorrow. I have to build like four charts tomorrow, and it's I'm gonna it's gonna be great. We're gonna power through. It's the final day. It's just there's a lot that goes into it. And then I've been getting done at like one one thirty. Go to lunch, get ready, put a suit on, look sexy. People are talking. I think the G League has been buzzing about the G League Winter Showcase and Vegas buzzing about my suits. They're going, oh my God, is that a GQ model? Like they're going, this who is this guy? People are turning left and right. Daryl Moore, I think, looked at me at one point going, Man, that guy is stylish. I think he said that. I couldn't tell for sure. Really? You yeah. can't confirm it at I, this I can't. hour. I okay. seem like he was looking in my direction uh-huh. and saying something. Yeah, for sure. Um and with your chapped ass lips Dude, that look lips bloody are, as no, hell. Yeah, lips, no, I'm sure he thought you're a so, model. Why are they like this? It's dry in Vegas. Um, <laughs> so anyway, and then you go to the gym, and then we're doing this, and it's like, I got to... Yeah, anyway, so it's it's been crazy, but I'm so glad we've been able to at least come on and give you guys some sort of version of night chat. And you say give them some sort of night chat. You guys are giving us something. Oh, for I don't sure. think we would be okay oh, without FOMO. you. Yes. FOMO. If we weren't on talking about the beam, then I'd be like, oh, 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 what do we do? No, that would feel weird and awful. So thank you guys for always making this like so fun and worth it. And yeah, I'm addicted to you. One more thought. Yeah. To end this. Staying at Mandalay Bay. Be nice. I'm just confused because I thought Las Vegas was like nonstop. 
during the week. Oh yeah, you can. Do I'm this. getting done with games at ten o'clock. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go have a nice dinner. Let's go have a nice dinner. Yeah, what are you doing? We, we said we're like, let's just like go to one nice dinner, yeah. like one good dinner. All the restaurants are closed. Oh, it's it's a weekend thing. They close early during the week. What? I had fruit snacks and um, an uh, old burrito tonight. Brutal. Uh, and one last note. I, I just have to laugh at Las Vegas a little bit because the Kings are costing them right now. Remember their over-under before the season was like oh, 33 oh, games? 31. Was it 31? I think it was, it was 31. Like 31 and a half? Yeah. It was, it was, it was embarrassingly bad. Like, and I get it, though, because they were like going off of Everything that happened last season, but then at the same time going no, off at the it end was of way the season, too low. yeah, it, it still was, was way based too low. on the off season moves. It was far yeah, too low. I agree. I agree. And they're going to get crushed on it because the Kings are already at seventeen wins, thirty games in. I, I'm going to stop. We got to stop being so cocky. I can't be doing. I'm this. not cocky. You're yeah, being. Yeah. You're, not everyone. I don't knock know what on wood. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. I. Yeah. What? Knock on wood. How will you just stop talking yeah, shit you're when right. you like you like? We're win, not there yet. You win something. Yeah. Get into. Get I was. Do something. I was celebrating a touchdown. When Before I was even the, catching the ball. I was at the 40. I was at the 40, and there's guys on me. You and didn't I, catch the ball. No, I, I caught the ball. We've caught, Kings have caught the ball. They're on their way, but we're at like the 40-yard line, and I'm high-stepping. I shouldn't be high-stepping yet. No, you shouldn't be doing a lot. I don't get that. Like, and this isn't me just being like, hey. Okay, and I'm telling you I shouldn't, but now you're exaggerating the other way. Like, the ball just got hiked, you know, like, and we're in a good position to win the game, but. Poll question. The Kings are 17 and 13 after 30 games. Surprised? Um, the options, yes. Nope. I believed. A little. And still Kings. So, where do you weigh in? Are you surprised that we are talking about a 17 and 13 team? <sighs> um. Yes. A hundred percent. Even if you thought that this Kings team would be like, yeah. if you're the most optimistic 40-plus win yeah. person fine Dude. but for them to be look like this this early is good so my answer was going to be yes okay. yeah very much surprise never got to get there but yes the answer is yes well 39 percent people say yes well 37 percent say nope i believed and 21 percent say a little surprised i love the believers i appreciate you guys well keep enjoying it man i'm gonna keep saying it to you guys enjoy the ride um, we appreciate you guys so much. I know it's a condensed version. I promise a mega loaded big time episode on Friday, win or lose, because we are going in the Christmas Eve the right way. My favorite time of the year. Let's go. Your favorite holiday. Yeah. Well, sweet dreams, everybody. Sleep dreams. We love you guys, but we got to go. Thank you so much for joining us. Can't wait to be back in Sacramento with all of you. See ya. Deuce and mo, deuce and mo, deuce and mo. They tell you what they know. Deuce and mo, deuce and mo, deuce and mo. The podcast that you know. Deuce and mo. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. 
That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.